Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be featuring a conversation with Dr. Mark Manera, the founder and CEO of Supply Chain Fitness. Dr. Manera will be the guest of Dan Ronan, who is filling in for your regular Highway to Health podcast host, Dave Nemo. As you guys will hear during this edition of the Highway to Health podcast, Dan will be talking with Dr. Manera about a variety of driver-friendly approaches for exercise options that can fit the -the on-the-go life of professional drivers. Dan and Dr. Manera will also be discussing how to eat better within the options that are available while you're out on the road. Later in this edition of the podcast, we'll also be talking with you about Healthy Trucking of America and how you can get connected to the information and resources provided through HTA. Right now, it's time to hand it off to guest host Dan Ronan and his feature interview with Dr. Mark Manera on this edition of the Highway Health Podcast from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. This is Dan Ronan filling in for Dave. Glad to have you along. We welcome Dr. Mark Manera. He's the founder and CEO of Supply Chain Fitness, SCF. He's a physical therapist, and he's seen firsthand what a lifetime of trucking can do to a person's body. And he has some ideas he's going to share with us about how to stay in better shape and how to make the trucking industry a healthier place indeed. Did I get that right, Dr. Mark? Yeah, Dan, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited for this conversation. Well, how can we make the trucking industry healthier in terms of just dealing with the overall situation in the trucks? How can we do that? I think the first thing, and I think this show is part of the solution, is just continually talking about the topic. I talk to trucking companies. I talk to just people in the trucking industry all the time. And it seems as though health and fitness is something that gets talked about on January 1st every year. But then after January 19th, which I think that's annual failure New Year's resolution day, it gets swept under the rug. And it's kind of one of those things where everyone knows that it's tough to live a healthy life out there. And there's a lot of people who need help, but it's kind of this weird topic that no one really wants to actually put a solution out there and give drivers the resources and the help they need. So how can we get the drivers those resources that we need? What do we need to do? Because it's a grueling job. I mean, to be behind the wheel of a truck eight, nine, ten hours a day, you're sitting, you're not moving, you get yourself into a comfortable spot. It's hard. And I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong just in terms of the breakdown of one's body. How do we do that? When I'm working with drivers, I always start first with the mindset. And I think a lot of the drivers that I talk to have this mindset of looking at all the things throughout the day that they can't control. The list stacks up really quickly when you're out on the road and you're looking at it. And I think it just makes it look like this giant mountain that's almost impossible to climb up. And what I try to tell drivers is, hey, first off, no one is trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. We're just trying to live a healthier life so we don't have to change everything at once. And let's shift that mindset away from, hey, let's look at all these negative aspects that I can't control. And let's just flip the mindset to, hey, what in my day-to-day life are some things that I can control? When you make that mindset shift, all of a sudden there's a bunch of these small little changes that you can make that doesn't really change your day-to-day life 
life a ton, but when they're done over a consistent period of time, they can make a huge impact. And that's kind of where I say, hey, that's the starting spot. I think our culture in general, when it comes to making health and fitness changes, we have this all or nothing approach. And it's like, all right, I'm starting a diet. So I'm going to now go from never working out to I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm not going to eat anything other than chicken, rice and veggies, or I'm going to eat this perfect diet. Honestly, for anyone, that's super unrealistic. But when you add the constraints and the added stress and just lifestyle of trucking, it's almost nearly impossible to make all these changes and expect it to stick. So what I try to say is something is better than nothing. And we just need to find a starting spot and build up some small wins and then just keep moving in the right direction, just like driving down the highway. What about the idea of workout equipment? A cab is very small in terms of the sleeper side of the cab. Do you keep a set of dumbbells in there? Do you keep stretching material, the bands to stretch? What can you do? I think that it's awesome. You see the most extreme drivers sometimes who are having the dumbbells and the barbells and all this workout equipment. In general, I don't think that the average driver, if you're just getting into it, needs that. You can do a ton of exercises with just your body weight. But the other piece of equipment that we give every single member who joins our program, and I think it's honestly the best piece of gym equipment for a truck driver, is a resistance band. It's easy to store. If something crazy happens or you got into an accident, you don't all of a sudden have a 20-pound object flying through the air in your truck, which is one of the downsides of bringing a dumbbell or some other heavier piece of equipment. If you're creative and you do some Google searching and watching YouTube, you can find and do almost any exercise you want with a resistance band. So that's what we give all of our drivers. And I honestly recommend every driver to grab one. I think there's some truck stops that have them. And then I think any sporting goods or Walmart has resistance bands. Yeah, you don't want to keep a 20-pound dumbbell back in the sleeper cab, and all of a sudden you slam on your brakes, and all of a sudden this thing comes flying over the back seat and conks you in the back of the head like something out of a cartoon. I don't think anyone wants that. The risk versus reward. Grab a resistance band, and you can get just as much good work done with that versus kettlebell or a dumbbell or a barbell. Okay, so resistance bands are the way to go. They're lightweight. They're pretty inexpensive. No, I would say you can get one resistance band for less than 10 and you can get a set between 15 and 25 on Amazon or at Walmart. Very cheap. Again, super easy to store. So it's not taking up a ton of room back in the bunk. And as far as cardio, what's better than just getting a good walk? Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Working with some of these drivers, I've heard a ton of different stories about trying to exercise out on the road. And I think a walk is like the easiest entry point. Just move, get your heart beating a little bit, just go outside. I think from a mental health perspective, it's good to get outside and just breathe and get some fresh air. But when we started Supply Chain Fitness, one of the things we did was we had a beta group of, I think it was around 20 drivers. And one of the drivers in our program was a female driver over the road. At that time, all we had was out of the truck workouts. And something that she said to me during one of our calls was, hey, I don't really like the out of the truck workouts. I don't feel safe at some of the truck stops. And I also don't have self-confidence and I don't want people staring at me at the truck stops. What we did is we actually built out an in the truck program 
with the resistance band and with body weight exercises. And that's been actually our most popular workout in any of our programs because I think a lot of drivers, even though I do think there's a lot of benefit to getting outside, going for a walk or doing a workout outside in the fresh air, I think when I look at, hey, how can we get the most drivers just started one of those barriers is I don't want to do it in front of a bunch of other drivers at the truck stop. If that's the thing stopping you, then, hey, let's do something in the back of your truck. There's a ton of great stuff you can do back there as well. Dr. Mark Manera joins us. He's the founder and CEO of Supply Chain Fitness. He's a physical therapist. We're coming up against a break, so let's pick it up on the other side. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. You can learn more about the information and resources available from HTA by visiting the organization's website, healthytruck.org. That's healthytruck.org. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to the Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The road trip down the highway to health on the Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear interviews featuring interesting guests who can help you to stay healthy as you move down the road. So be sure to tune in every Tuesday morning to the Dave Nemo Show, which is heard on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The Dave Nemo Show is also available through the Sirius XM app. Now, folks, let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. This is Dan Ronan filling in for Dave Nemo. We are glad to have you along with us. And we are back with Dr. Mark Minera, the founder and CEO of the Supply Chain Fitness Program. He's a physical therapist, and we are talking with him about staying in shape and feeling better while you're on the road. Titan wants to join the conversation and has a question for the good doctor. I was thinking, because I've heard a lot of people talk about getting out of the truck, but a lot of these truck stops and everything, they're not safe environments. What if they were start to build a facility like an Anytime Fitness right close to these truck stops? It would be a better business idea for Anytime Fitness and stuff like that, but it would also be a lot healthier on the drivers to have these facilities available. Don't you think that would be a better idea? First off, yeah, thanks for calling in. And yeah, I think that would be an awesome idea. Similar conversation is, hey, why don't the truck stops get rid of the fast food restaurants and the unhealthy meals at the truck stops and give us something healthy to eat? And I think that conversation about putting an anytime fitness gym at the truck stop is very similar. And what I try to tell drivers is, Yes, I think that would make it so much easier for all of you to get into a routine, have a safe place to go and work out. But I think if you and other drivers just kind of wait for that to happen, it's going to be too late. So what our goal at Supply Chain Fitness is, hey, I want to just help drivers have the easiest entry point and be able to exercise and eat healthier anywhere at any time. What we found is if you rely on a gym... For some drivers, especially local ones, maybe that's something that they can do on a consistent basis. Or if you have a dedicated route and you just know where the gym's at and it just fits into your day-to-day or weekly routine, that's awesome. But for a majority Mm -hmm. of the drivers, it's just not realistic at this point. 
But if I was you and I was trying to set up, hey, how can I do this for the rest of my life and be able to enjoy life out on the road, I would say I need to do something that regardless of if I'm at a gym, if I'm at home, if I'm at a truck stop or just waiting for a load in a random place, when I have time out on the road, I can open up my program or I can just get out my resistance band and move. And I think that's what's going to set you up for success versus Unfortunately, playing the waiting game of are these truck stops or are these other trucking industry companies going to make it easier for me? Right. Since you did bring it up, and I did have another question about it, because I have high blood pressure and everybody talks about eat healthy, eat healthy, how do you really divert your eating healthy in this kind of environment, like you said, where there's fast food everywhere and that's all we really can get? And we get these moments like my wife keeps talking about cook more on the truck, and I'm like, you don't really have the energy or the time to cook more on the truck versus just going in and grabbing that convenience burger or convenient taco or whatever. Yeah, so it kind of goes back to that. Hey, let's focus on what you can control versus what you can't control. And so if you can't control McDonald's is the only places you're at, you can control what you choose at McDonald's. What I would do is first off for high blood pressure, I'd talk to your doctor, make sure that either I'm on some type of medicine that's helping me control that and then get his or her suggestion on what dietary changes. But in general, cutting down on some sodium, so finding lower sodium options, which are mm -hmm. out there. Also, we have a ton of restaurant guides that is just for most of the fast food restaurants out on the road that are attached to truck stops or just popular ones. I will post it on all of our social media at Supply Chain Fitness if you look it up and you guys can download those and have those so that you can find healthier options if it's at Taco Bell or McDonald's or wherever you find yourself eating at. So Dr. Mark, you're saying there are among the choices of Burger King, McDonald's, Arby's, whatever, you can make better choices at those particular eating establishments along the way. You don't have to have the double quarter pounder with cheese and the large fry and a large Coke. You can do a bottle of water and fruit and a grilled chicken sandwich. Exactly what you just said, right? And it goes back to that whole mindset of we're not trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. We don't have to have this perfect diet. And going from a quarter pounder, large Coke, large fries, maybe the first transition is let's switch that to a diet or zero calorie beverage. So if it's a Diet Coke, if it's a water, if it's some type of other zero calorie beverage, right, you cut out right there 300 calories in the meal. And then maybe instead of a large fries, you go with a medium or small fry. And maybe that's the first transition. Then after that, maybe instead of a quarter pounder, you go with, like you mentioned, a grilled chicken sandwich. If you get a grilled or baked option, it's going to be healthier than fried or something with a bunch of mayo and all these other toppings on top of it. So I would say making those small changes where if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it really doesn't change your day to day or even change your meal in a crazy amount. But you cut out 200, 300 calories here or there, and then you do that one or two meals a day for a week, then a month, then years. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I've lost 15 pounds. I lost 20 pounds. And it doesn't seem like I've made that big of changes. And here you are. I mean, all of a sudden you're looking at 200, 300 calories in a day. And if the human body needs 2,100 calories a day, over the course of 10 days, you've dropped a pound. Over the course of a month, you've dropped three or four pounds and suddenly you're cooking there. Exactly. And I think a lot of people have this mindset of, I need to lose this weight tomorrow. I need to lose this weight by next week. But you didn't put that 100 pounds or that 50 pounds on in a week or two. 
So let's be realistic and realize it's going to take just as long to get it off. And if you are consistent and make some of these small changes and you lose a pound a week, which is something that is very realistic, a year from now, you're down 52 pounds. In two years from there, you're over 100 pounds from just small, consistent changes. And there's going to be some bumps in the road. That's with any fitness journey. But if you just kind of keep your eye on the big prize and then you also focus on, hey, what do I need to do today to win the day? You are going to be setting yourself up for success and making lifelong changes instead of, hey, I'm going to change everything tomorrow and I'm going to hold on for as long as I possibly can. And then a week later, you're back to square one. Fair enough. Real quickly, what are some of the stretches and things that you're recommending that you can do in the truck? Yeah, so with the resistance band, there's a ton of exercises. If you go on our social media, specifically our TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, you can find a ton of exercises like banded rows, overhead press, pull apart. There's a ton of body weight exercises that you can do inclined against your bed. So you can do planks, you can do push-ups. Standing by your bed, you can do sit-to-stands, like little squats down to your bed, stand up. Depending on what type of truck you have and how tall the roof is, you can do some other things standing up or seated. But be creative. There's a ton of things that you can do when you look outside of the box and maybe spend some time on YouTube or Google just trying to find some different banded and bodyweight exercises. Dr. Mark, tell us please where they can find out more about supply chain fitness. Yeah, so if you want to look us up on any social media, Supply Chain Fitness, or our website, supplychainfitness.com. If you go on LinkedIn or Twitter, I am Dr. Mark Manera. And guys, hey, something is better than nothing. Today is the best time to start. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And we would also like to invite you to visit HealthyTruck.org, the website for Healthy Trucking of America. HealthyTruck.org is filled with information and resources that can help make your travels down our nation's roads and highways a healthier one. Be sure to check back with us each Friday for the latest episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo, also has another podcast from Healthy Trucking of America. Be sure to check out the Healthy Trucking Podcast. Now, folks, you can find all the podcasts being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. You can listen to us by downloading the Podwheels app, which is available in the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can also listen to all the episodes being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through our website, podwheels.net. Now, folks, we've got one last item to pass along to everybody. You can now catch up with the Highway to Health podcast on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. And when you find our podcast, we would ask that you take a moment and subscribe to the Highway to Health. You'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. The Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America, is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.